Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today we are going to be talking about how to get healthier without even thinking about it. So often I see women go from one drastic to another or making it seem like having health and fitness as a priority in your life means that you are putting a lot of time and energy and emphasis on what exactly you're eating, when you're going to get your workouts in. And the thing is, for a healthy, well-rounded lifestyle, I truly believe that making it become a part of you instead of something that you have to be focusing on very prevalently and it being kind of a disruptor of your day-to-day instead of part of your day-to-day is how you go from being on a bandwagon to a lifestyle. So I've got some really great tips for you and I do want to let you know that this week is the founding members enrollment week for Feminine Edge. Feminine Edge is a community. It is on an app where we will be discussing how to live in sync with your cycle and how to really live in this cyclical way that is realistic for you. You can talk to me about your struggles in certain areas of your life or what your schedule in the day-to-day is like. So instead of thinking about things and scheduling and planning and productivity and motherhood in the day-to-day, you're looking at it from phase to phase with bringing an element of faith into this with a monthly Bible study. All of the stuff and content will be done in the app. So if you can hop on live, I would love to have live interactive calls with you. But if you are not able to hop on live, all of it is going to be in the app. And this is really kind of like a customizing cycle syncing and faith led coaching community where I am in there. Because how you learn how to live in sync with your cycle is you first have to see how your different phases impact you. And that is exactly what our focus is going to be in June. I'm going to dig in to cycle syncing and I'm going to give different levels of like beginner, intermediate, and advanced in our live class. And then I'm going to talk about in the following workshop how to really live in sync with your cycle. Our Bible study in June is going to be focused on loving and living in the season that you are in. And then we'll have our community coaching at the end of the month. So enrollment is open right now and during this week. When you enroll this week, you will get a bonus of my intentional priority time management course. I threw that in there for free so that you guys can really learn how I schedule my day-to-day when I have my different priorities, my business, home, kids, family, and then all those random to-dos, how I stay productive and focused on taking care of what is going on in my life right now and also aligning with the goals that I want to grow into in a way that feels realistic and not overwhelming. And that is done in my daily to-do list time management system that is focused on my intentional priorities. So when you go in there, you're going to learn right off the bat my time management system. And then going into June, we will learn about the foundations of cycle syncing, how to really live in sync with your cycle based on your life, the ages your kids are in, the activities, your day-to-day. And I am so excited to kick off this community. So I can't wait to welcome you in there. The link is in the show notes. The link is in my Instagram bio, or if you type in tinyurl.com, tinyurl.com forward slash 
F-E women, so like feminine edge, F-E women, you will get to the website. Once again, that is tinyurl.com forward slash F-E women. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. So here we go. Let's hop in. How to become healthier without even thinking about it. And I have four tips for you, but this is going to be a jam-packed episode. If you just want some more health and fitness motivation and inspiration and encouragement with some tactical tips, all of these um, four tips are going to have a ton rolled into one but I just want you to start and take a look at where you're at. And next week's podcast episodes are going to be on your summer regimen for workouts and your summer regimen for nutrition and kind of taking an element in. I am going to reference and link down my Nourish and Delight podcast episode. You guys, if you struggle with nutrition and especially in the essence of not finding that 80-20 rule or having a healthy balance between eating healthy foods versus foods that are more indulgent, I would love for you to listen to my Nourish and Delight podcast episode. But let's roll into my first tip, and that is developing habits. How do you get healthier without even thinking about it? And that is developing good sets of habits and routines and rituals that set you up for success. And these habits are very small, actionable things that lead to big results. They don't take a lot of time to do. They don't take a lot of time to set up. And once you have them set up, you don't even really have to think about them. They just really, uh, a small habit creates a trigger. And that trigger creates a leading of lifestyle changes that leads to the big hefty to-dos of having a health and fitness lifestyle. Let me give you a practical example of this. So we all know that drinking water is so beneficial for us. Every fit person you know, every person who has high energy, you know, they are just that, that essence of fitness and nutrition that you look at, they are telling you to drink more water. Are they not? But why is it so many of us still struggle to get in enough water throughout the day? Well, a lot of times fitness professionals leave out their healthy habits to making sure that they are they're getting enough water. Some will say that they have three three of the same water bottles and every morning or every night they fill up those three water bottles and those three water bottles are their measure for the day of I'm going to have all of these water bottles. Another is having, you know, big a big jug of water to carry with them all the time. 
some is just like making sure that if I am headed out the door that I have my water with me and bringing water with. So then when you are out and about, you are just drinking water. Now, I am not saying that drinking a gallon of water a day is what you need to drink. Oftentimes, if you find you are drinking water and the more water you drink, you get thirstier and thirstier and thirstier, you want to make sure that you are having um, minerals and electrolytes instead of just constantly flushing out more water. So I would say adding some salt or if you have any electrolyte type of powder that you like to use, having that placed into one of your water bottles will make it so your body is actually hydrating and not just flushing out your system constantly, okay? Not to say drinking a gallon a day is bad because I know some of you, your body is very much used to drinking that much water. But for a lot of us, it's like I, if I drink a gallon of water a day, I would always have to go to use the bathroom. But if you have this, um, good rhythm and routine of drinking water and making sure that you are drinking enough and then you're adding a little bit of salt minerals of some sort and electrolytes to or electrolytes to your water i am just using up beachbody has in the product line mineralize you could use pink himalayan salt you could use a good quality sea salt sprinkle a little bit of that into your water that will help replenish some minerals that your body is depleting if you are just over hydrating. Um, liquid IV, I don't drink a whole thing of liquid IV, but I'll put in like half of a water or half of a packet into my 33 ounce water bottle if I'm feeling like I'm just kind of sick of water and need something different. Um, we get our liquid IV at Costco. I know there's um, Element. I really want to try that. It's LM. And, tea. and a ton of health and fitness professionals and influencers are talking about that brand. And I always like waiting for the hype to die down to see if some of those people still use the product. As you guys know, I'm very much influenced by like trying out these different products and I buy them with my own money. I'm not like with an agency that my account is hooked up with that. That's how that works. Like a lot of them have managers and agencies that partner with companies. And then if you're partnering with that manager or agency, then that company reaches out to you. That's a lot of how it works a lot of time. But I do want to try that LMNT for um, electrolyte balance. And um, that's one that I would love to try but haven't yet just because my husband gets liquid IV at Costco. So we have it. Why not use what we have? And I only use half a packet. So I'm not too concerned about it being high in sugar because I think half a packet is like five grams of sugar. So blah, 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 blah. Anyways, that is a pattern of a healthy habit is, you know, getting a water bottle, getting some type of system set up where it's like you wake up and that water is ready for you to drink. You'll also hear some people, you know, will always have water before a meal that triggers you to drink more water. You don't even have to change up what you're eating and you'll feel the benefits of better digestion and better hydration if you just anchor the goal of, I know I need to drink more water to be a healthier person to I have I have some water before I eat something. It doesn't have to be like a big old 32 ounce bottle of water if you haven't 
if you haven't established that yet, start small. And that's going to be literally the second tip that we roll into is start small and then improve. And this kind of parallels to the habits is first establish the habit and then improve upon it. You know, if you have a desk job and you know that you need to get in more neat movement throughout the day, because as you've heard me talk about time and time and time again, your workout expenditure is five to 10% of your daily, your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure. And I have to say the acronym so then I know what it stands for. But when your workout is only five to 10% of that, but your neat movement, so like your activity that is just what you burn throughout the day with the way that you are moving, can it allocate for like 30% of how your body is expending energy? Getting out, if you have a desk job, getting out and taking a walk at your lunch break or if you get a mid-morning break or a mid-afternoon break doesn't have to be you taking a 30-minute walk right off the bat. Start with five minutes. Start with just five minutes. And if you want a habit stack, have it be you go on your five-minute walk and then when you get back to the office, you drink water. And therefore, you have just started to habit stack Habits that will lead to a healthier you without even thinking about it, right? You will have these small habits that you can then improve upon. You know, if you're not even drinking one bottle of water a day, let's say you're not even intentionally drinking 33 ounces of water a day, and then you are like, okay, I'm going to go from drinking like no water a day to a gallon a day. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? Because having one bottle of water is beneficial compared to zero. And then once you get used to that routine of drinking one bottle of water a day, you can get into the habit of drinking two bottles of water a day. If right now you are in a season of life where working out six days a week to a rigid schedule that means you have to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to get it done, but yet you have little kids that you're trying to get out the door and blah, blah, blah. If that doesn't work for your season of life, but you could work out for two days on the weekend and one day, you know, like Wednesday morning, you could dedicate to getting up and that's three consistent workouts a week. That is literally better than nothing. And actually, I would say you probably would get a lot of benefits from doing three workouts a week instead of constantly killing and draining yourself with these drastic like I'm either doing six intense workouts a week or I'm doing nothing. Find the middle ground. Find the thing that you can start with, establish the habit, and then improve upon it. So start small. The second is nourish and delight. Understand that there are going to be times where you are going to want to indulge and enjoy it, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. I'm going to reference the Nourish and Delight podcast that I have where I really talk about this balance, and I'm going to bring this into Um, the summer strategy episode for nutrition because there's there's always going to be events there's always going to be holidays there's always going to be gatherings there's always going to be that time where you literally are so hungry and you guys are rolling through the drive-thru for fast foods that is a part of life it's not going to get easier because of summer it's not going to get easier because of fall it's not going to get easier because of winter or spring but you just have to understand 
that there are going to be times for nourish and delight. And if you can look at your food intake as nourishment, like looking at how is this going to sustain my energy? How is this going to make me feel? How can I make sure that I am eating foods that are going to fill me up? How can I truly um, like the nourishing foods that I am eating, but also have those moments of delight? And I, I always, I'm going to, I want to seriously just give you all of the tips that I'm going to give in next week's nutrition, summer nutrition episode, because with summertime and where we live in the Midwest, it's really that time for gatherings and being out and about and on the go. And you don't necessarily want to stay at home and have um, all this time cooking and baking and in the kitchen when it's so nice outside. And I'm going to give you some really great healthy nutrition hacks. But, you know, think about fresh fruits and vegetables and how convenient they are, especially if you get them home from the grocery store and you make sure that they're washed and rinsed and in a glass container. They're going to last. They're going to stay fresh. And grabbing that glass container of strawberries is just as easy as grabbing a bag of goldfish crackers or Dots pretzels. And oftentimes for the boat, I'm bringing both of those things. I'm bringing cucumbers and carrots and watermelon and the Dots pretzels because all of it are foods that I enjoy and it's nourish and delight. I I enjoy the Dots pretzels and I enjoy having like crispy, juicy, cold watermelon on the boat just as much. I'm, I'm going to allow myself that both because nourish and delight is my nutrition philosophy. And if you want to learn more about that, because I think so often we are told like, follow the 80-20 rule and fix your relationship with food and have a healthy balance with nutrition and there's no bad foods, there's no good foods versus bad foods. But what does that, how can you practically make that work for those moments where you've been on the boat all day, nobody's eating, you don't want to cook dinner and you're going to just pick up some pizza, you know? And all of that can be done and still be in alignment with becoming a healthier version of you. Because I personally don't think it's healthy to not have those moments of delight and indulgences, right? And then the next thing is, so often we get into the headspace of losing weight for summertime, losing weight to fit into a certain dress, I'm pausing because it made me think of Kim Kardashian and I like cringed a little bit and feeling like it has to be the start date and this end destination. But you guys have heard me talk about this time and time again, that my health and fitness focus is longevity. It's being able to keep up with grandchildren, to get down on the floor and play with them, to be 90 years old and capable of taking care of myself like my 92-year-old grandma does. Like She is such an inspiration. And she's not necessarily getting out there and doing like intense workouts. I don't even think she ever has done formal workouts, but she has always lived a healthy and active lifestyle and has made sure that her heart has been on the service and focus of others. She's just a good hearted woman and she's very active and very mobile and keeps herself involved. And right now, because I have a job that I, even though I'm health and fitness coach guys, building the feminine edge community and 
podcast recording. And a lot of this stuff is sitting at my desk, you know, responding to emails and DMs and and getting back to clients. Like this kind of stuff is a lot of me sitting down. And do I want to get some sort of walking desk situation? Yeah, I just haven't configured out how to make that happen yet, right? But I have a long-term vision for myself. And so in those moments and on the workout workout days where I'm focusing on mobility and not doing high-intensity interval training, like I have this well-rounded plan that I understand strength and stretch and mobility and cardiovascular and core stability, flexibility, mobility, um, balance, all of those components of health and fitness are important. It's not just about how my body looks anymore. So even though if I work out and I don't see changes in my body, I don't get frustrated because I, I have a bigger picture, right? I have a long-term vision for myself. And if I start neglecting certain areas of fitness, that over time is what's going to hinder the outcome that I want of living a like longevity and good quality of life down the road. Does that make sense? So thinking to yourself, it's not just about dropping down to fit into my jean shorts. Like, yeah, I put on my jean shorts from last summer and they're a little tight. Like they're, they're a little tight and I'm upping my, um, my cardio a little bit with my goal of running improving my one minute mile. If you guys are up to date on the podcast, you kind of know all of this stuff that I'm referencing, but I have some short-term goals that will help me, you know, kind of shed a little bit of the fluff that has happened from winter because that's what our bodies in winter tends to do naturally is to hold on to excess weight. And that is okay because we can drop it. You can drop it. You can achieve your health and fitness goals. You can still enjoy summer, those podcast episodes coming next week, but you've got to have this long-term vision of like, why are you strengthening your body? Why are you making sure that you are keeping up cardiovascularly? And it can't just be to fit into the bikini or the shorts. Think long-term. What is important to you? Like when you and your spouse retire, what kind of quality of life do you want to have? If you travel with some friends and they say, let's go on a hike, let's go check out this area, do you want, like, how do you want to tackle that type of challenge? And it's just, it has to be like a personal preference because to you, thinking about not being 92 and living on your own might not might not hit home to your heart like it does mine. But for you, maybe it is, you know, conquering and and go keeping up with skiing or snowboarding or whatever your passion is, um, water skiing, whatever it is, as you age, that may help you be like, okay, well, I understand. I need to have strong leg muscles and I have to make sure that I have good stretch and mobility in my leg muscles so I don't get injured doing some of the things that I, I love and I want to do for a long time, right? And even if that scope isn't from isn't 92, it could be like 42 and 52. It just really has to be super important to you. So I hope these tips were helpful. I hope you got some hacks from them. If you are wanting to improve your health and fitness and do it in a way that's well-rounded with cycle syncing, Feminine Fitness Foundations is still open to be a self-paced 
course. It is still open. It will still give you the guidance that you need for your fitness and nutrition and syncing that with your cycle. So you're working with your body instead of fighting it. Um, the metabolism module is just 10 out of 10. Awesome. For those ladies that have gotten the course, go through it again, you know, continue to improve and alter and learn a little bit more and a little bit more because it is it is filled with a lot of information and take one thing and take just like I said start small and then improve but if you are really interested in seeing how cycle syncing impacts you in every area of your life not just health and fitness I would love for you to take a look at and become a founding member of the feminine edge co where we will be doing this all in an app it is going to be a supportive community I know as moms with friendships and time and effort and energy, this app, I hope, just makes it one step simpler for finding a like-minded group of women that will be positive, encouraging, and supportive. So thank you so much for listening today, and I will talk to you next time.